Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Happy Friday! It is Friday the 31st of July. It's the last day of July, Sheila. I can't believe that. (laughs) What's July been like for you? Gray. Yeah. Highlight is this podcast. Oh, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is fun. (laughs) No, July has been, honestly, it's been a real peaceful month. Yeah. The kids are doing good and... Jillian's been at Camp Geneva working. She yeah. loves it. She's yeah. thriving. Um, Tilly has a job at the hospital. Lainey's been babysitting. Tad and I have been having coffee at the beach. Uh-huh. It's nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Very good. So happy uh, Friday and also happy end of the month. So mm-hmm. today we're going to be reading from Matthew 14, verses 13 through 21. Sheila, would you mind reading this for us? No, this is great. This is the word of the Lord. When Jesus heard what has happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so that we can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. So they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to his disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about five thousand men, besides women and children. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sheila, what do you, well, first of all, (laughs) what do you, is there anything that bothers you or troubles you about this passage hmm well no but i mean i'm a question girl so okay, you have any questions about it and things are uncertain or unclear to you well i just wonder like how did it happen did it multiply like in front of their eyes <laughs> <laughs> and where were all the baskets why uh-huh. did they have all those baskets there and um how long did it take to pass it out and did it just like keep coming from the like bottom of the basket so did they (laughs) or did everyone know like so yes i totally wonder Uh the logistics brendan Uh i mean right because it happened so i want to know how Uh what did it look like i really hope when i get to heaven there's these like vhs recorders that i can like go back and see the stories Uh photo albums yeah i mean i wonder (laughs) don't you wonder yeah i mean i never read the bible and just like take it i always read the bible and wrestle with it i guess yeah it's good you're you're like israel (laughs) yeah i know so much that it's probably not good i don't know yeah no that's great i think those are some good questions how in the world did this happen 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's things that I love about what do you love it. about it? Well, I just feel like, I feel like the people totally missed it. I mean, think of the Israelites in the desert. God provided manna for them, bread from heaven for uh-huh. 40 years, Brendan. Uh-huh. And now here was, who many people didn't realize Jesus was God himself, providing bread from heaven. And I feel like it's the most direct miracle Jesus could have done to say, this is who I am, everybody. And yet, um, in many ways, they missed it. They didn't see it or catch it. And I often wonder, too, like, would I have caught it? I mean, we have 2020 vision looking back. Would I have been... um, would I would I, would I have had insight to see what I feel like they all missed? Right. I don't know. Yep. I so those are things I wonder about. Yep. Even the disciples didn't catch it. I know. They're surprised by it. Yeah. And and Jesus, you know, you, you wonder did he lay in his bed at night thinking, God, they missed all of that? Uh-huh. Like when he's having conversations, like, what else am I supposed to do? I you know I don't know. Yep. Um, I think one of the things that bothers me about this is that Jesus is trying to get to a place to be alone and that everyone keeps following him. <laughs> I know. And I then think, he says they have com- he had compassion. Yeah, he didn't send sweet. him away. He's so nice. I know. So kind. <laughs> um, uh, introverts, I think, would resonate with Jesus here. Like, yeah, ah, come on. I'm just trying to be alone. You guys keep following me. <laughs> so I think there, there's that. I think it's kind of funny. And then he pulls out the miracle he does uh-huh. when he's tired. That's yep, even better. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't take, there's an opportunity for him to send all the people away and mm-hmm. he doesn't do it. He, he sees the moment for what it is and goes, uh, here we are in this place. And my disciples are asking if, when the people need something, if they need to be sent away to get their needs met. Oh, you know what I mean? Brendan. Uh, the people are hungry right now. Um, they need something and they want to send them somewhere else. And then think of this, there's 12 baskets left over. So uh-huh. not only does he meet their needs, he does it abundantly. abundantly. Stay right here, I'll give you what you need Hypothetically, abundantly. there's enough left over for them to have another feast. And another feast and another feast, right? Yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, I think there's a lot there in terms of like a, a theology of leftovers. Do you, you think know? that the 12 baskets is like the 12 tribes of Israel? I think it can be that. Yeah, there's one for each disciple. Oh, yeah. You know, to go like, hey, here's, you get to take this home or whatever to your family or. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I or think go that's feed cool. other people, take go what you've learned. People. There's enough to go. A... Yeah, each, each disciple can could then hypothetically go out and start their own feast mm-hmm. you know, in the desert. Um, so yeah, I, I, I see Jesus saying, come to me, you know, like, just like in the Isaiah 55, come, like, come mm-hmm. to me. Don't, don't go somewhere else to buy what you need yeah. where you're gonna have to pay money and you're gonna have to, you know, work for, for it. Mm-hmm. Just stay with me. Like I have everything you need right here. Like you don't need to go off. I, I don't need to outsource other needs like mm-hmm. I can I can teach you I can cure your sick I can have compassion on you and I can feed your fill your stomachs mm, that's actually so, beautiful I love that whole stay with me yeah I didn't think of that before and it, I think it's cool that this comes in the same week that we're reading Isaiah 55 because I think this is a preview of the messianic feast that that Jesus promised mm. at the end of the age you know to say like this is gonna keep going for eternity right that's the whole leftovers thing is Mm-hmm. The feast never ends. 
it's here now and but it won't it won't end until you know it won't ever end and so i hear jesus kind of in here pointing towards like the missing what it's going to look like at the end of the age like us just gathering around jesus and having all our needs met by him you've helped me to see something like i didn't really put the connection between all of these passages together until like talking them all through with you right right helped me to see how they really do have pieces yeah where they all fit together right isn't that fun to see it's like, yeah well it just makes me think this bible is so um it's so intricate and full of detail if we just take time to read it yeah yeah you know i mean it's so amazing to me what's written and just the connections and how god was so wise in his putting it together yeah it's beautiful to me i think most christians today kind of disparage the old testament a little bit because it feels like irrelevant and then we get to the new testament and i don't think we fully appreciate the new testament if we can't understand where we're coming from i don't know if they think it's irrelevant i think well maybe that Yes, I do agree. I'm not arguing with the pastor. <laughs> but I also think sometimes it's like hard to read. I mean, yeah. and hard to understand the Old Testament, like all the wars and the fighting and this picture of like Seems that you political. sort of make of God yeah. in it. And yet I think if you, unless you dive deep and seek to ask your questions and try to understand, I think we miss some of the story. Yeah. I mean, I remember calling, um, um, his name is Rad Branson. And I think he's really wise, but I remember there was like questions that I had a few weeks ago in the old Testament and just saying, I want you to help me to understand this. But I think if more people like read something that they didn't understand, but then sought to understand it, um, more and more from the Old Testament. I feel like God gets a bad rap rap sometimes in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Am yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on a tangent again. No. Sorry. I don't know what you said that made me like go this no, the way. Irrelevant of but, the irrelevance of the Old Testament, but people just, it's hard to read. Yes. And I think what we have to keep, what I would encourage people and what I would, and speaking to myself too, is as you read it, um, ask questions and if you don't know um ask questions of somebody that you trust and somebody that does have an insight or sit down with brendan and have a podcast with him (laughs) (laughs) but i just feel like um i don't feel like our questions drive god away i feel like they draw us closer to him it's like wrestling yes again see there it goes um yeah absolutely i i mean the bible reading plan will will kind of over time train us all in this which is kind of cool like mm-hmm. we're we're getting trained in it right now mm-hmm. you know to read um the first time so when i was i was like uh i was i helped out in our high school ministry when i was like 21 22 with a kid who was 17 i think at the time 16 and um he came to camp just begrudgingly we, we went to like a summer camp all together yeah. for a week he came to camp just begrudgingly, like um, didn't want to be there and said, I just came because one of my friends came, you know, I, not a Christian, don't mm-hmm. want, you know, don't care about the Jesus. I've, I want to do the fun stuff, you know, yeah. which is great. Um, and he came and uh, we had like a Bible time, you know, like an hour to, to sit and read scripture and mm-hmm. they give it 
they told us what passage to read. And I, I was walking out of the cabin, all the kids had started, you know, their time. And I, I said hi to him. I was like, Hey Lucas. And he's like, I'm like, what, what do you, cause I knew the passage was in like first Timothy or something like that. Yeah. And he's, he's got the Bible open to the very beginning. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I've never read this book before, so I thought I'd just start at the beginning. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. I'm like, all right, um, you're going to have some questions. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm here. I'd love to talk with you about it. And as he gets through it, he's like, this is crazy. Like, this is a really strange, like, and, um, and I'm like, you know what? Every time you read a chapter of the Old Testament, just read another chapter of the New Testament. It'll, it'll help you understand some things that are going on. You know, um, but, uh, but, you know, they're meant to be speaking into each other, you know? Well, yes. Do you agree with this? Somebody told me, um, that when you're reading the old Testament and the character of God that you are reading, if it doesn't fit like the God, you know, cause Jesus is ultimately the representation yep. of who God is. Yeah. So if what you're reading doesn't necessarily fit with who you know Jesus to be, then just pause a minute and try to see what else you're learning from the Old Testament. I mean, for me, it was helpful to remember that it's written by, the Old Testament was written by humans. I mean, it's inspired word of God, so I'm not taking that away, but it's still written by humans and it's still written to a certain time and a certain people from their perspective. So I think when I can keep that in mind, so when they say like God's anger, you know, burned against them or something like that, it could have just been how that writer saw it. Do you agree with that or no? Or do Um, you think that that... I do think that's one... Oh, sorry, guys. Garbage truck passing. I do think that's one important factor when you're reading scripture. I mean, that's that's more of like like source theory and... um, literary theory to, mm-hmm. to look in historical like uh, lens is to look back and go, how did the people in that time uh, experience this text? And why did they make sense of this event the way they did? Yes. What was the, f- I think of it as like, like a kid who's learning how to talk, you know, it's like they're figuring this out. You know, they don't, yes. they don't have Christ to, to be their, you know, you know, key for every single thing. Interpretive right. lens. Imagine if you're a people who's worshiping an invisible God, and you're trying to figure out what this God is like and all kinds of crazy things are happening to your people as you're being, you know, you're escaping Egypt and as yes. you're heading towards a promised land and as you're setting up, you know, a monarchy and you're, you're, you know, like all these crazy things are happening to these people as they're experiencing battles. And why did we win and, or why did we lose and not win when yes. we're the people of God? Like, what does it actually mean to be, a per- I mean, this is the wrestling thing, right? Like yes. they're wrestling with their own theology and going like, how do we make sense of the events in the world in light of the fact that we are the chosen people of God, you know? And so it's going to be messy, right? Like you can't expect mm-hmm. them to have everything, you know, figured out for them, like downloaded until we get Jesus, right? Like that he becomes the kind of the piece that holds it all together, like you just said, which is what um, I was referencing earlier in the week with the Christological key by taking Christ which I'd never heard of by the way because that's what but but that's what you were talking (laughs) about seminary forget about forget (laughs) about the the term yeah what you were talking about is looking at the person using the person of Jesus as your commentary you know as you're reading through and going like 
what does this teach us about Jesus? You know, where's Jesus in here? And if you use it like that, he's all over the place. You know, like you just said, we, we just talked about uh, Isaiah 55. Mm -hmm. Jesus, Jesus is the host of that feast. That's the messianic feast that Jesus is the host of. And Jesus is the bread from heaven. You know, like yes. Jesus is all throughout the Old Testament. And um, then when we see, when we read the, in the New Testament, these stories, um, it's like if we don't, read the old testament or don't understand the story of god in a big picture it's like hearing the punchline without hearing the first part of the joke you know mm, what i mean it's yes. like this is a great punchline but it's not really funny until you hear the whole joke right i'm not right. saying the gospel is funny no, but like no. i'm just saying like jesus um he's he's the he's the resolution to in musical terms he's the resolution to the dissonance you know he's the he's the he's the uh, the coda he's the you know the he's the resolution to to like the mm -hmm. the dissonance of the old testament and so we we look to jesus ultimately as christians to go how do we understand the story of god and, and we mm -hmm. understand it through christ and i think that this passage is a great great um passage that kind of ties kind of the past and future together where you've got the the, the people wandering through the wilderness right? right the israelites wandering through the wilderness in a remote place in the desert people in exile, like the people in slavery, like yes. wandering through the Old Testament and going, where is God in this forsaken land? Like, where are we gonna have to turn to? Like, mm -hmm. do we have to turn to a monarchy? Like, do we have to turn to the prophets? Do we have to turn to, you know, the judges to, mm -hmm. to find what we need to be ultimately satisfied? Uh, do we have to turn to foreign gods? Mm -hmm. Like, right? Like, there are people probably right now, Brendan, asking that same question: Where is God in this foreign? Exactly. Land? Yeah. I mean, that is still relevant today, and I right. think that's, so that's where the present. We, yeah. That's where we come back to this passage and say we stay. We don't have to go someplace else yep. to get our provision. Uh -huh. We can stay right here because God's going to abundantly provide. Right. Our feet do not slip. We don't We don't no. let go of the wrestling. We stay with Jesus in it. You know what's neat to me is I always thought of this passage as like, oh, I'll give God what I have, even if it's a little, and he'll multiply it. But honestly, I think that, I mean, and I think there's value in that thought. But mostly after talking about it today, I feel like the, most of the value comes in the it's not about what I give God. It's mm. about what he's going to give me mm -hmm. from my staying with him. Yeah. And it's going to be abundantly more than anything that I would ever have had before him. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. It's really exciting. I've learned so. You are smart, Brendan. <laughs> I, yeah, you are actually. No, the scriptures just bring this out. This is just what happens when we dialogue. And you're scriptures. smart. Both together. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun to talk about the word of God with you. Yeah, it is fun. And it's fun for anybody who's listening. What, how many people you think listen? Uh, like, you should get about like 50 views, wow. or 50 listens per, per podcast. So. 50 people. Yeah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> That's special. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, it is special. Yep. Too bad they're not all on my deck with me. We could have a big discussion In about this. In some ways, they kind of are. In eternity, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Um. Yeah, so I mean, that's the that's the present or the past. We talked about the past, like re renewing the past, and the, you know, the people wandering through the desert, and and looking for answers, and Jesus coming. You know, mm -hmm. promises in the Old Testament of like, I will restore you. I will send someone to restore mm -hmm. you. I'm going to come. I'm going to come down. And then uh, the present, like you said, our present moment of of there's people in we ourselves in our lives are trying to seek out 
what's this all about? You know, like wh- where am I going to get fulfillment? Where am I going to see redemption? And um, where am I going to be refreshed? Like you're talking about the water. When my, is my thirst going to be quenched? Um, and then this, this passage points to the future, you know, too, of like someday, like just imagine being with those people, you know, and being around Jesus and every single longing that you have is completely satisfied. You know, like, just like, imagine that. Wouldn't that be, won't that be like, and that the whole Isaiah passage is just outlining what that's going to be, like the richest affair, you know, the richest of food, just being delighted in the presence mm-hmm. of God with the people of God. Like, I don't want to be anywhere else, you know? It's actually hard. I think about heaven all the time. Yeah. It's hard to imagine. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be amazing. I know. It's just hard to imagine. Yep. Well, the passages like this give me a little mm-hmm. window into it. I know. You know? Um, yes. It's, it makes me think of people who are there, people yep. who have gone before us, yep. and what they're experiencing makes me happy. And this does not sound like uh, floating on clouds with harps. It sounds like a feast that I want to be part of. Yeah. You know? I, want to be there. I always like a good meal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, another garbage truck. <laughs> well, everybody, thank oh, you for yeah. listening this week. Um, uh, this might be our longest recorded podcast episode right here. Really? Ever? Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say earlier yeah. in the week? Few, true, gentle. Yeah, like, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I did not go with few words, I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know. Brendan might have talked more than me. Yeah, I probably no. did. <laughs> um, so, everybody, thank you for listening this week. Um, as you have comments and thoughts and questions of your own, please send an email to me and I'd love to just engage your thoughts. So um, if you've had any thoughts about this podcast or about the scripture passages or something Sheila said or something I said, just um, send me an email. I'd love to hear more of your thoughts because it's a conversation and um, you could choose to just listen in and that's fine. Or you could choose to participate and I'd love and invite and encourage your participation. So with that, Sheila, thank you so much thank you for, for making time me. for this and for engaging it with your whole heart. Really appreciate um, your time. So thank you. It's been fun. Go in peace, everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.